Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Live on SEM, you're listening to Trade Deadline with Jack Heverin and Sam Edmund. Yeah, at the moment, uh, we see Tom um, at Melbourne uh, next season. Yeah, we had a good open conversations with him throughout the year about um, his spot in our team and if there's any other opportunities anywhere else, he's taking opportunity to look around. Uh, at this stage, we'd expect him to be at Melbourne and then you know, at the moment he finished the season outside of our best 22 and he'll be working hard to, to get into it. Melbourne head of footy, Josh Marnie, talking on SEN this afternoon about Tom McDonald, that there was some conversations. Tom had a look around, but it doesn't look like a deal is going to be done. So he is expected to be lining up with the Demons once again in 2021. one 736 736 on the phone. 433 to join us on the text. We're 21 minutes away from the end of trade period and we are ad-free from here on in, Sam Edmund. I can't take much. I can't take much more of this. I'll be honest with you. These 20 minutes could not come quick enough. The anxiety, I can't imagine what it's like if you're Adam Shalor at the moment, Josh Dunkley, Jeremy Cameron, it must be unbearable. I do feel for them in that instance. We, I mean, you do have to, when you look at Adam Trelaw's situation, you just use his, him as an example without oh, sort of talking about Collingwood, but he doesn't want to go in the first place. And with 21 minutes to go, he doesn't actually know if he is. He's every chance of staying at Collingwood, which he's prepared to do because he doesn't want to leave a cent on the table, and, and nor should he. No, I don't blame him for that. Nor should he. But then he, he can get to the, the Western Bulldogs. So at the moment, as of five seconds ago, there's no update. So they're sitting around the table now trying to thrash it out. They've got Josh Dunkley in there as well, the Western Bulldogs. They've got a lot on their plate. There's no update on either at the moment. Essendon, I'm told, have improved the offer slightly but not enough to get it done. Just on some clarity too. So clubs need to have the forms in via email by 7.30 and then Zoom meetings can occur after that. So... Don't have um, to wait for the old, the facts like the old days, no, the paper jam. No, as long as the email's there, apparently then it can be taken care of and you can book an online meeting um, from there. And some reports, Mark Stevens from Channel 7 reporting that there may in fact be a backlog. So That's the, what they expected. The AFL did send a memo out to the managers, the list managers to... to don't go anywhere in a hurry. We might need you beyond 8 o'clock because there's going to be the expectation that there could be a traffic jam at the end. Well, the good news is we're not going anywhere either. Lyndon's in Melbourne. G'day, Lyndon. Yeah, g'day, fellas. How you going? Good. Good. Lo- love your stuff. Uh, I'm a Collingwood fan just like the rest of the boys calling. Um, I've got two words to explain what's going on at Collingwood, and it's absolutely mind-boggling. What, pa- what part in particular, Lyndon? Oh, just a lot. The the dealing of Adam Trelaw, especially, not so much Jaden Stevenson. I can see why he was on the table, just purely based on the relationship between him and Buck. But um, Adam Trelaw is one that absolutely baffles me and a lot of supporters. The way we've treated him is disgusting, and obviously he's had past mental health issues. I don't want to bring them up, but I'll just leave that there. How would he be feeling at the moment, thinking that he's probably going to be in a black and white jersey next year after what's happened in the past week or so? Yeah, it's going to be almightily difficult for him to do that, Lyndon, but it's something that he's prepared to do if he has to do it. It says a lot about him as a human, doesn't it, if he's willing to go back and do that? There's a bit of stubborn pride there. I'm not sure how to do it. Maybe even an element of, you know, I'll stick it up him and I'll come back. If he does do that, Lyndon, I think the general 
advice from his management team is if you do that, you do it for a year. It gives us a year to plan another move, maybe not as rushed. You can get to – there'll be more options open to you, I suppose, is Mm -hmm. the better way to put it. Whereas at the moment now, it's a choice between staying at Collingwood, which isn't great, and going to the Western Bulldogs, which uh, as good a club and organisation as they might be, weren't necessarily his first choice, but they're his potential escape life raft at the moment. And look, you, you do feel for him. I mean, it was this time last year that he was uh, put on up for a potential trade with Gold Coast. That was snuffed out pretty quick and forgotten. And then when his uh, partner, Kim Revalian, announced that she was going to resume her netball career up at the Firebirds, it's all just kicked off since then, Jack. Yep. And, but Adam said from the very start, he said, yep. we're adults. We've spoken about this. Kim didn't sign, you know, without us talking about it. We're confident that we can make it work. And, and you have to trust that. And again, we haven't heard from Collingwood. But part of me suspects that's a convenient narrative for Collingwood that they would have liked to have traded him anyway and that he's something else they can use. And they wanted him, the player, to, to initiate the conversations with other clubs. They'd been dying for him to go out and speak to other clubs so that it could be seen that he was the one that was just as happy to leave. But he's never been wanting to leave. No, he has not. And he still, to this moment, doesn't with, as the clock ticks down to 17 minutes remaining. Marty's in Melton. Hi, Marty. Hey, boys. How are you? We're good. Yeah, another time with Sporter, man. Like, I just can't freaking believe if this guy, this guy, Ned, whatever his name is or whatever, if he's the one who's been doing the list and contracts, I don't know, man. No wonder why Eddie quit Triple M yesterday spend more time at the club because obviously he's dropped the ball a bit. Yeah, I, I don't know that they're linked, Marty, to be honest. I'm not sure that they're linked. Um, I think Eddie's done Triple M for 11 years and, and wants a bit of a change. The four o'clock alarm can be a challenging one. But yeah, it's Sam, just to, for a bit of clarity, I mean, Ned Guy is, and we're endeavouring to speak to, to Ned. We've certainly put ourselves in the conversation to have a chat to him tonight here on SEN, but he's not the only one that I mean, this is not a one-man show for list management and meetings and TPP discussions and all that, is there? He's, it's obviously his brief, but there are others in these meetings too. Yeah, but, but he's the he's the head of the list yeah. management team. Yeah. So, yeah, the buck, I guess, there are. You're right, it's a team game to use a, 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 a well-coined pun, but it, the buck stops with him. He's the boss of the list management team. Some um, news just at hand as well from Riley Beveridger at the AFL. Orazio Fantasia to Port Adelaide paperwork going through now. So we await the specifics of that deal. I wonder who's blinked with that one, Jack. We'll Pick wait. 29 and a future third by the looks of it. Okay, so... For Fantasia and 73. Okay, all right. They got there in the end. Essendon have got four deals to do in 15 minutes. <laughs> Can they do it? So Fantasia was a big one. What did we say it was initially? It was going to be... Uh, let me find it here. I've lost it. Uh, it was going to be a future third back, I think, Essendon wanted. And... Um, and they wanted, yeah. So anyway, as they all come to be, there's massaging and swaps later on and, and the like. But the bare bones of it are is what Port Adelaide always wanted it to be, and that was pick 29. So just confirming that is Orazio Fantasia to Port Adelaide. Essendon gets pick 29 and a future third for Fantasia and pick 73. Paperwork going in as we speak right now. The Bombers are on the clock. The Bulldogs are on the clock too, and so are the Giants and so are the Cats. So the Bombers have got to get Dunkley done. They've got to get Hind done. And Coldwell. Coldwell. So they've got three left in, as you say, 15 minutes. Be a good effort. It would be. Be a good effort. Dennis is in Sandringham. G'day, Dennis. Good evening, gentlemen. How beautiful is karma? Talk about a club imploding. Looks like the marriage between uh, Eddie and uh, Bucks. 
just about on the rocks. Uh, Dennis, I, I don't know about that. Um, it's, it's, um, I mean, it feels like we've sort of done this in every angle possible, yeah. but it, it just, it comes back to salary cap management by the looks of things, Sam. I wonder whether, and I've thought this for a little while, I wonder whether they, uh, and if Ned Guy joins us, we can ask him this question. I wonder whether they thought that one of Dugowie or Moore wouldn't stay. Well, Moore's re-signed for only two, but a healthy contract, exactly 850000 right. yep. I wonder if it's it's not going to happen now. I actually wondered what would happen if they all stayed. What would happen if they all stayed with Dugowie in the wind, what, what they would possibly do there? I mean, mm. obviously it hasn't happened, but... Um, yeah, I mean, uh, again, I just keep coming back to the fact that we just like some answers. And Ned Guy will speak tonight. Hopefully he speaks with you too, Jack. And um, we can get some clarity on how they've potentially got themselves into this situation where the only way out is to is to trade good players on, on the cheap. So Fantasia, that deal for 29 coming back from Port Adelaide, it was uh, Essendon wanting the Powers' future first rounder. So that clearly hasn't come to pass. Um, it is Ratio Fantasia traded to Port Adelaide. Pick 29, a future third for Fantasia and 73. So if anyone blinked there, it was it was Essendon in the end. Yeah, they did. They sort of had to to, to get it happen. Uh, get it happening. Michael's in Blackburn. Hi, Michael. Hi, guys. How are you going? Good. Um, I just wanted to talk about Trelaw and the Collingwood situation. Um, in 2015 and 16, we gave up both our first rounders for Adam Trelaw. In 2017, we took Jaden Stevenson, who won the Rising Star and played a big part in the Premiership push. And then our 2018 and 19 first round picks, we gave up for Dane Beams, who played nine games for Collingwood. Obviously, I hope his health is okay and all that. However, that was a failure. And now we have nothing to show for five years of first round picks. So we had Steve up until today, um, but it's no wonder why we're just underachievers, really. I guess when you sort of marry all of those in together. And we've had a few texts that are similar off the temper text, Sam, saying the same kind of thing, that when you you look at the transactions and the first-round picks that have been passed up and then the ones that you have used, and collectively they're kind of all heading out the door tonight by the look of it. They are. As we spoke about earlier as well, Jack, Tom Phillips, after being linked with North Melbourne, they're going back to Hawthorne. So that paperwork is also about to be completed. Tom Good pick Phillips up to the Hawks. To the Hawks. And, and the... I guess the whisper or the murmuring was that they certainly weren't going to overpay Hawthorne. I'd love to know what they have agreed upon. The figure was rumoured to be three fifty, So I think you can safely assume there that Tom Phillips isn't going to be leaving any money on the table. So that's a $150,000 gap. Uh, Tom Phillips for $350,000 a year at Essendon, uh, at Hawthorne, sorry, plus whatever the, the pick is, which I'm sure isn't going to be expansive. Hawks have done well here. I think Lewis so. Lose Isaac Smith. Yep. Bring Tom Phillips in, winger for winger. Yep, absolutely. And he probably doesn't have the penetration uh, by foot that someone like Isaac Smith does, but what we know is he's got time. I mean, he finished sixth in the best and fairest year they made the grand final. He finished seventh the year after that. And, okay, he was squeezed out and put on a half-forward flank this year. I think the kid can play the game. Massive engine GPS well. numbers are whopping. Yep, massive yep. engine. Nah. Update from the Adam Trelaw side of things. Still nothing. The dog's working through it, I'm told. So 11 minutes. 11 minutes. Oh, boy. Tick, tick, tick. What tick, did Alex tick. Ferguson famously call this period? Squeaky bum time, I believe he <laughs> called it, Jack. Something it, along it those lines. very much that at the moment. Something along those lines. Cal's in Coffs Harbour. one three hundred seven three six seven three six to join us here on Deadline Night. G'day, Cal. Hey, young. Great coverage, guys. Um, but I think you might have missed a little point with um, Stevenson. I think he actually told you what was going on. Um, 
his, his final comments was that um, I'm sure I'm sure Trelaw will um, earn every cent of his five years um, contract. So I reckon he's a bit dirty on that, and that that's the reason he's, all, all this has come up is. Trelaw is wanting his money. Well, for those who missed it, here is what Jaden Stevenson had to say this afternoon on SEN Drive when talking to Hutto and Coons. I mean, his has obviously been a lot more public than mine has, and I'm really feeling for him. Um, he's obviously contracted for quite a few more years also, and uh, hopefully it all works out for the best for him, whether that's going to the Western Bulldogs or staying, continuing his footy at Collingwood. I'm sure wherever he is, he'll um, prosper and prove anyone wrong and um, really earn that money that he's getting for the next five years. That was Jaden Stevenson talking about Adam Trelaw. So I think it was more about that he's contracted for a few more years, obviously with the, the money tied into things as well. Tom Phillips contracted for one more year. Well, that trade is about to go through, if you don't mind, for pick 65. It's not. 65 is what I'm Are hearing. you kidding? Uh, Hawthorne have pick 65. I think that will be the pick that gets used to get Tom Phillips. Now, whether there's some other shuffling involved there or not, that's just coming through off the uh, off the grapevine. Picks, that's that's outrageous. Well, it is. It's a it's a fire sale. Oh, it's an absolute fire. Let's wait for the final confirmation that whether there's a, a pick going back the other way from Hawthorne. But if if that's what it is, and Hawthorne are paying him 350 and giving up pick 65, well, that's daylight robbery. That's um, yeah, that's hard to get your head around, isn't it? That's but, that's theft, but legal theft. But they they put Tom Phillips on the trade table weeks and weeks ago. All the clubs knew, all the list managers knew. He's been in the shop front window for a long, long time. No serious nibble. So it was it was getting to desperate stakes for Collingwood if they were to get him off the books. Pick sixty five. That is remarkable. Uh, Deno's in Bulleen. Hey, Deno. Hey guys, how you going? Good. That's good. Uh, listen, um, specifically towards you, Sam, um, you and uh, a number of your journos are very excited about the fact that the pies and their situation, but people must ask themselves the question, these guys that they've got rid of, they're getting rid of them for a reason. There are different stories that will come out later on. I think people just jump into conclusions, you know? Like, there's a lot of stories behind Stevenson, Trelaw, Phillips, Cox is staying, but I think everyone is excited by the fact that, oh, the Pies are involved, let's get on to it, it's a big story. I wouldn't it, say it, excited is like... the right word, but the right word oh. is it's an extraordinary story. It's a massive, it's the biggest club in the game uh, yeah. of salary dumping some of their best players. So it's it's a huge story, Dana. It's not salary dumping, mate. Tom Phillips just went for pick 65 to Hawthorne. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, so okay. you're telling me the guys have just dumped two million today, have they? Well, that's what they're trying to do, yeah. Yeah, so so you reckon they're off two million, are they? I don't know the exact figures, but they've just traded a player who has been pretty much in their best 22 for the last five years, Dano, for pick 65. Does that, does that, not, give you five any, years. Does that not give you an inkling that something's not right? Tom Phillips. How many games? Five years. Right. What? It, yeah, could end up Deno, being, it could end up being more than $2 million, Dino, to be honest with you. Dino, and, take your eye patch off, please. And the other part see of it, See it logically. The other part of it is, if, if these players, are, are, the club so desperately wants them out for, for good reasons, as you say, then don't re-sign Jaden Stevenson last year to a three-year extension. Tom Phillips in the last... 
I'll give, I'll give you his entire career. Made his debut in 2016, six games in first year. Since then, has played 18, 26, 24, and 15 out of 19 this year. He's in their best team. He's a young player. He's got a lot of his career ahead of him. He's gone for pick 65. That that is, if that's not a salary dump, I don't know what is. Yeah, and to be honest, I, I we covered this the same way when the Giants went through something very yep. similar a couple of years ago, Sam. It was just that the Giants don't have 85,000 members. The Giants went through the same ringer, um, had the same rigmarole applied to, the, applied to their process as well when Tom Scully left for a pick in the 60s and there were others that moved for not much. It's, it's actually got nothing to do with Collingwood. Just forget the colours of the jumper. This is, this is a club situation right now. Absolutely. And it's the quality of player that they, that they have to get out. And we're seeing, we see sprinklings of it across the competition. I mean, Tom McDonald is a, is a classic case at Melbourne as well. And you mentioned GWS and there's many clubs across the competition. They're, they're smaller, like Peter Wright at the Gold Coast Suns. That was one that um, he was getting paid more than $500,000 mm. a season, not even getting a game. So yep. they clearly had to salary dump him to Essendon. So with years, two years to go on his contract. So it's not a new phenomenon. It's just that with Collingwood, and we're not excited about it, but it is a huge story when you've got Adam Trelaw, Tom Phillips, you know, Mason Cox, uh, Jaden Stevenson, rising star winner a couple of years ago, all relatively recently re-signed on good coin as well, that they're forcing them out. That's a story. You know, the other thing that, doesn't excite me. And I understand you're a Pies supporter and there's passion. Five minutes and 11 seconds to go, by the way. The other thing that doesn't excite me out of this is that it's thrown up a situation like it has with Adam Trelaw, where players are being essentially told to leave and explore their own options. That that I take no joy in. And Sam, I'm sure you're the same. We, we take no joy in Adam Trelaw with four minutes and 50 seconds to oh. go, not knowing where he's working next Big year. sympathy for the players. Yeah. 100%. That, that I take absolutely no joy in. John's in Taylor's Lakes. G'day, John. Good evening, guys. How are you going? Good. Um, I've been I've been beating this drum for about eleven years since Nathan Buckley took over at Collingwood, um, and they're not the biggest club in the land anymore. You, I mean, you can count their fifteen premierships or whatever, but there's other clubs that are even on premierships. I think they keep telling everyone they're the biggest club in the land. They're not the biggest club in the land. My problem is that it all goes back, it's got to be the head coach at a club, it's got to be, because every other head coach, as soon as these things happen, everyone comes down on the head coach I don't know why Nathan's still smelling like roses when he should be smelling like manure, because his communication with the players, and I've heard it this afternoon, I've heard it out of Stevenson's mouth himself he had no communication the kid didn't know what was going on, um and the thing is, he started off his coaching career in controversy with us. And ever since, things have gone backwards. He doesn't develop any of the players. All his stars go backwards. I'll do a list and I'll ring SEN one day and I'll give you the name. I think we just, your phone's starting to crack up a little bit there, John, but I think we know where you're going. Just on that, here is Jaden Stevenson talking today. Yeah, not really. We sort of, um, my manager sort of came to me and then I heard heard nothing from the club. So then I gave Bucks a call myself just to, to see what was going on and how it was. And he just pretty much said, mate, look for a trade as aggressively as you want and we'll try to facilitate it. So, um, yeah, there wasn't a very clear reasoning or anything, but um, 
like I said, I think it's all worked out for the best now. Jaden Stevenson talking a short time ago. Tom Phillips, if you have just joined us, joining Hawthorne for pick number 65. Three minutes to go, Sam. Three minutes to go. And yet we still don't Two minutes, have... 38, to be precise. And the people that are in charge of these decisions, I'm speaking around Dunkley and Trelaw, still no determining. This is how it goes down to the wire. How long has trade period go for? It's oh, just crazy. Too long. So what... Just Let's just try and flesh this out a little bit. As we say, we're two and a half minutes to go. What happens with the backlog and all that sort of stuff? Just explain. We only touched on that briefly. Where could this all be in terms of... Could we still be seeing deals drop after 8 o'clock? Well, in terms of them being announced, yes, formally. Because I think they can be, as you touched on earlier, confirmed electronically via email and the like into the ARC, into the AFL's ARC there, which is being put to good use, which is great to see. And and then and then formally the paperwork would would have to be processed subsequent to that. So the AFLPA, I think it was maybe in conjunction with the AFL, sent a big letter out to uh, all the relevant parties a few days ago. Now saying just prepare yourself because we expect a backlog here. A lot of deals are going to go down to the wire. Maybe that's always the case. So make yourself available on Zoom. Uh, all these trades will be processed formally via Microsoft Teams. In fact, it was yeah um, beyond eight o'clock. So what are we now? Seven twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. One minute, one and a half minute, 90 seconds to go. So deals could be happening now that we just haven't, uh, we're not privy to, obviously, and we might get a glut of them coming out in the next uh, half an hour to 40 minutes. We shall wait and we shall see Tom Phillips out for pick number 65 in 2020 after 89 games at the club. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. One minute and five seconds to go. I can't take it anymore. Take a call, Jack. Just quickly take a call. <laughs> John's on the road. John, hello. There you go. Good. Uh, you use Scully as an example of salary dumping with yeah. GWS. Yeah. That is, that, that is furthest from the truth. Because he was, if you remember, they also in fact that they could fix his ankles because he, he was under severe injury cloud and people didn't think he'd ever play again. So they took him for nothing on the premise that they were going to try and, uh, and solve his ankle problems. Nothing to do with salary dumping. And uh, no, it was... Um, it was, and, and part of that was his fitness, obviously, but there was a, a trade that was done for a... Uh, I'm trying to find the pick here, but it was a, a fourth-round pick or something, a future fourth-round pick. To, he's, he's worth more than that, John, isn't he? Not with his ankles, he wasn't. He's worth nothing. Well, it's... He's worth it. He's worth it now, but when they traded him, you know, people were saying he'd never play again, and yeah, but if any club could get him right, Hawthorne could, and, and subsequently they had, but... They wouldn't have got much for him anyway. That trade that you're talking about, John, and I'll respectfully disagree with your opinion there, was uh, pick number 53 in the year that he was traded, which was uh, 2018. And when that hit, it was a massive deal that he could go for that little. Yep. It was uh, it made headlines for a long time. Well, hey, hey, Josh Dunkley stays at the Western Bulldogs. Whoa. The siren has sounded. We should have had a siren. The siren has sounded. Trade period is done. It is 7.30. Josh Dunkley staying. Josh Dunkley staying at the Dogs. And I'm just checking here on Adam Trelaw, but I doubt whether that has been done as well. Last uh, three minutes to go, that was, I was told, 50-50. So we'll wait and see what happens here, Jack. But Josh Dunkley staying at the Western Bulldogs. Essendon don't get him. Mitch Cleary reporting that Jeremy Cameron is a Geelong footballer. We don't know what that deal looks like yet. Jeremy Cameron's deal is done. We'll have that for you very, very shortly. 
Josh Dunkley staying. Yep. And I'm just checking here. Just pad for a moment, can you? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going anywhere, Sammy. You do what you need to do. You do what you need to do. one 736 736 to join us on the phone at 0433981116 to join us on the text. Um, we're talking about Tom Scully. Before we're discussing Tom Phillips, that trade has happened moments ago for pick number 65. Done deal. Jeremy Cameron to Geelong. We're, well, that's great. We're finding out the details of that very, very shortly. I'd love to know. We won't have to wait long. Did they give up their three first? And did they get something back? Or if they, they gave up three first, you certainly hope they get a future second back. from. That was where it was at last check. I can't wait to see what happened with that particular trade. And and Josh Dunkley, well, the dogs, it wasn't just posturing. They said consistently we want two good first-round picks. Essendon couldn't satisfy them. So let's just go through our checklist. Peely, stay there. You want to talk about Jeremy Cameron. We just want to see what that deal looks like before we talk to you so that you can have some information on it too. So Jeremy Cameron, tick. Josh Dunkley, cross. John, Josh Dunkley staying a bulldog. Adam Trelaw? Question mark. Can't get an answer at the moment on that one. Orazio Fantasia is done. That was done in the last half an hour. Still nothing on Jai Caldwell or Jackson Haightley. Uh, we'll chase up uh, Caldwell now. Fascinating. I can't believe that this is um, that this is it's come to this in the end. Uh, Cal Toomey from AFL.com.au reporting that Adam Trelaw no deal done with the Bulldogs. So we shall find out again. Um, Mark Stevens reporting. Dunkley a dog again, Trelaw not. And, I mean, yeah, if Steve-O's tweeting about the dogs, there's a fair chance he's, someone in the club's told him. So um, I would say at this stage that Josh Dunkley stays. Adam Trelaw, after all of that, looks well, like he's staying true, as well. Yeah, if that's true. I mean, he was prepared to do that. It wasn't the best outcome for him for obvious reasons. But it means he goes back there. Um, and he maybe stays for one more year, doesn't he? And, it seems and, that way. And yeah. then everyone has time. No one's blindsided, obviously, to, to put a deal in place. But that's a whole year of conjecture now. And I guess the other thing too, though, Sam, is that they can – and this is the same for Josh Dunkley with Western Bulldogs supporters. You can take some heart out of Tom Patley from last year, who wanted to be a blue, went back to Sydney. Everyone said, oh, he'll be back next year doing the same dance. And now he's not. He's fallen back in love with the club. Yep. The club have worked harder on him and – satisfied sort of some of the things off the field that he needed. So it can be turned around. Admittedly, they wanted to keep Tom Papley. This is a little bit different. Uh, the Collingwood don't want to keep I was Adam talking Trelaw. more about Josh Dunkley. Than yeah, the, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Look, they, different, they, had yeah. No, they had no doubt about the, about the Western Bulldogs. Josh, uber professional, um, was never going to tip the toys out of the cot. They knew he would just get on with it. And that was an ace up their sleeve. Mitch Cleary also reporting that Jai Caldwell will get to Essendon. Again, we don't know what this looks like, and we've got this... Big backlog of deals at the moment. Sam's out on the phone, so we'll go to the phones ourselves. Peely's in Inverley. Peely, I wish we had the Jeremy Cameron details for you, but good evening to you all the same. Morning, boys. How are we? We're good. Just, uh, just, I really want to know what this Cameron deal is because I've been getting really frustrated during the week, fellas. Um, for the life of me, I can't understand why Radagalia isn't getting shipped up to bloody DWS. What's yep. his deal with... Why would he need to stay? He doesn't. Why the cats want him. He doesn't want to go, Peely. Oh, get rid of him. Well, he can't really. He's under contract. Oh, well, we need. This has gone on too long. If we've if we've given up three first rounders, I'll tell you what. Toys are out of the cot. <laughs> microwaves. The memberships in the microwave, boys. <laughs> no, I thought, we, I thought we'd never hear a, a membership in the microwave again on SEN. We might, Peely. 
Just stay there. As soon as we have the Jeremy Cameron deal and the specifics of it, we'll give it to you here on uh, deadline night as well. So just repeating, we don't know the specifics of them, but reports are and strong reports from multiple sources now that Josh Dunkley will stay a Western Bulldog. Sam, you're, you're pretty confident that that's the case now too, aren't you? Yep, I'm certain that is the case. Uh, we're hearing Jai Coldwell done as well. You mentioned Jeremy Cameron, and now we wait for the specifics. And this was, this was going to be the backlog, wasn't it? We wait to see what these trades look like. Um, I just want to know about Trelaw. Just question mark on him if he if he has actually got there or not. Ned Guy to join us at eight thirty five tonight. So in an hour from now. So oh, don't go too far. Trelaw's done. Trelaw done. Trelaw got to the dogs. Wow, wow. Trelaw got to the dogs. We don't know specifics as yet, do we? Uh, let me chase that up for you. Fascinating, fascinating. It got there in the end. So. We wait for the specifics now, but Jai Caldwell traded. Jeremy Cameron traded. Adam Trelaw traded. We wait to see what they all look like. But the deal has been done for all three of those. The separate deals has been done after the siren, essentially. It's almost a kick after the siren for all three of these, but they're done. We just need to wait for the specifics of them. Jackson Wheelers Hill in the meantime, 1300 736 736 to join us here on Deadline Night. G'day, Jack. How's it going, boys? Good. My conversation topics actually just changed since uh, we heard about Trelaw going to the doggies there. Um, but the question is, now that Trelaw's at the dogs, how do they try and prioritise, obviously, trying to keep Dunkley happy whilst also giving Trelaw the midfield minutes that he deserves and also looking after the Bontanar Liber and McRae? Well, herein lies the big challenge, Jack. And this is the one that I'm really interested to see how it all works because... Part of Josh Dunkley's motivation, his manager Liam Pickering spoke about this openly, that he wants more midfield time and that he got less of it this year. They, If the deal is done for Adam Trelaw, which it looks as if it is, they've brought in a pure midfielder in Adam Trelaw. He's a mid in every sense of the word. Um, how they do that and how they manage all of those minutes, because Tom Liberatore is a pure mid. Um, Marcus Bonsampelli might slide forward a bit more, but at the same time, he is one of the premier mids in the competition. Then, then you got all the younger guys as well. Haven't Bailey you got Smith. The Riley West. Um, you know, Bailey Smith, who's a, who's a centrepiece in there already, to be honest. But Vandermeer as well. So all these guys who in, in time will be wanting to put their hand up to get in there. But, geez, I mean, you just make it work, don't you? If you're Luke Beveridge, just make it work. Absolutely. It's a good problem to have, isn't it, for Luke Beveridge, I suppose. Jack, we, we shall wait and see with interest on that one. Calvin's in Endeavour Hills. Hi, Calvin. Hey, guys. How are you going? Good. I'm so flat about the trailer deal. I'm so flat. I don't know where we go from here. I'm calling with supporter. Um, what are we? Yeah, I mean, I understand a salary cap, but it wasn't ever possible that we could keep Trelaw, Stevenson, Phillips at all. I don't, I don't know. I think it's not. I hope so, but yeah, I'm so flat where the where the club's going at the moment. Um, I feel like we're going backwards after finals and the granny and all that. It didn't seem possible, to be honest. Sam, and we'll learn more when Ned Guy joins us, it didn't seem possible that they could keep any of them, really. I just can't believe the day the dogs have just had, to be honest with you. What about the two weeks they've just had? I just, and what we said half an hour ago was this was the most likely outcome. It was almost too good to to be true if you're a doggies person that they could keep Dunkley and bring in Trelaw. But it, it wasn't posturing. They said they were dealing both separately. They didn't blink when it came to Essendon coming after Dunkley, they lived up to their word, and now they bring in Adam Trelaw, and we await the specifics of 
what they're going to pay him or what Collingwood are going to pay to see the back of him. And those specifics are about to land. Stick with us. It's deadline night here on SEN. Live on SEN, you're listening to Trade Deadline with Jack Heverin and Sam Edmund. Closed for business, but still very much open, it seems. Deadline night here on SEN, Sam Edmund and Jack Heverin. What an explosive hour it's been, Sammy. I've been rocked to the core, <laughs> to my very core. You know that Adam Trelaw trade was struck at 7.29, probably unlike uh, like a lot of others, one minute before the deadline. The Dogs have given, we wait the specifics, but they've given Collingwood their first pick, pick 14, and a future second. And I think they've got a stack of late picks back to help with matching the Jamari Hagen, getting the yep. points in order there. So Yeah, they didn't want early picks this year because they would have been absorbed, yeah. So it's essentially pick 14 and a future second for Trelaw. And now the money is the big issue. The Dogs will only pay $600,000 a year for five years. That is a $1.5 million shortfall on what he should be getting from Collingwood. So Collingwood at the moment, and I think Collingwood and the Dogs and his management sitting down now to work this out, that averages out at about $300,000 a year for Collingwood. That they'll need to pay. To pay just to see the back of him. It be, might be less some years and more other years, but evenly speaking, $300,000, $1.5. To not play at the footy club. To not have him. Oh, dear. Yeah, Ouch. That sounds nasty. Um, Jai Caldwell? Yeah, look, that's massive. I mean, that's massive for the kid. And, I mean, it was an anxious time for Adam Trelaw, certainly a very anxious time for Jai Coldwell. I've been so bogged down with Adam Trelaw, I haven't even seen what the actual deal was. Has it come out yet for Jai Coldwell? No, no, we're still fishing for that right now. So someone has blinked there ultimately because GWS were adamant. They wanted one of Essendon's first round picks and Essendon were only going to give a future second. So... There might have been a meeting in the middle somewhere. Um, there would have been some massive shuffling. The details are in, Sammy. Giants will get pick 29 and a future second-round pick. Uh, Jai Caldwell and pick 44 and 74 are going to Essendon. Okay. And as we suspected, the Cats coughed up the three first-rounders. They blinked in the they end. They did, did they? they? They traded 13, 15, and 20. guess they had to. Uh, unclear yet whether they've got anything back, but ultimately they've they've handed over their three first-round picks, even if they got a future back later on. So we wait for that one as well. And the other story there is Jackson Hately, who um, it probably didn't work out too bad in no the issue. end for Adelaide, has it? No issue at all for them. In fact, it's a good thing for... Get him was, for free. I was told Jackson Hately, you know, completely unflustered by it because he had that safety net there. So Adelaide get him for free. Yep, they get him with the first pick in the preseason draft. Everyone's happy. It's not a bad result for them, I suppose. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. I'm seeing tweets and texts suggesting that Sam Power should get life membership at the Western Bulldogs already or should get a statue at the front. They, Very smart man. They've had a remarkable trade period, the Western Bulldogs. I've got a question, though. Should trade period just start with two hours remaining? Um, no, I jest. I wouldn't be against but that, it. That was it. <laughs> I jest, but that was intense. How's the Western Bulldogs starting midfield? Put your hand up for a spot in this engine room under Tim English. Marcus Bontempelli, Jack McRae, Adam Trelaw, Tom Liberatore, Josh Dunkley, Bailey Smith, Lockie Hunter. Wow. And then you got Steph Martin, relief rucking as well, and the kids we mentioned. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. There's a lot of dog supporters really, really pleased that they stood their ground there on Josh Dunkley as well. That, um, I mean, we'll, we'll learn more uh, over the next coming hours and, and days, no doubt, about how Josh is and... But the, the little that I've had to do with him, Sam, and, and this has been the common thread all the way through, is that... The belief is that he will go back as a professional and he will do what's required of him because that's the makeup of him.
Yeah, that was always the big thing, and it was a massive part of it, his character, his professionalism. Um, and, okay, he might have had a couple of teammates that weren't as professional as him, that the way he saw it, and there were a couple of things in the hub, but, gee whiz, there was a lot of loose stuff happening in the hub right across the competition. I think that's important to say that standards weren't as high as what they would have been if they were back in clubland. But he's back, and he'll be fine. He's the yep. number one volunteer in all their community programs. They know he will be no trouble. Yes, he'll be disappointed, but he'll knuckle down the professional that he is next year. The Trelaw trade uh, is in. In. Dogs get Trelaw 26, 33, and 42. Collingwood get pick 14 this year in a future second round. Yeah. And the future second might be handy for them next year. I think with Nick Dacos, yep. they'll just want to make sure that they've got all of their ducks in a row there. So And great deal for the for the dogs, as we mentioned. Obviously, they get Trelaw, they keep Dunkley, and they get those picks back in, and they're going to get an absolute uh, phenomenon if what we read is even half true in Jamari Ugalhagen. So now we start to think about, you know, who, the, the big winners and all that sort of stuff. You, I think about Essendon losing Danaher, Saad, McKenna, and Fantasia, but they're getting Wright, Caldwell, and they're going to have three picks at the draft. So they've kept six, seven, and eight. Yeah. That is an, a monstrous draft hand. That's the sort of hand, if you speak to any Port Adelaide supporters, they'll tell you what their hand a couple of years ago in getting Butters, Dersma, Rosie. and Rosie. They'll tell you what that's done to the club. Essendon have got an amazing opportunity now. And the other thing is they can still trade those picks. Obviously, the picks can still be traded now, not the player. So it'll be interesting to see whether people come for those picks from Essendon, what they do, do they split, do they not split? In the end, they've got six, seven and, and eight, which is, you can, you can get three unbelievably good players with that. Your call's after this. It's deadline night here on SEN. Net Guy, the list manager of Collingwood, joining us here on deadline night. What do you think, Sam? Well, I'm glad that he was he made himself available, so kudos to him, because he might just about have the hottest seat in Australian sport at the moment if... Uh, if the feedback we're getting in here and the feedback we've been getting, in fact, at this station for the last uh, couple of weeks is anything to go by. So I'm not sure how giving something up to get something back makes a lot of sense when you look what they've traded out and what they've brought in. I mean, let's you said call a spade a spade. That's just rubbish. So they've, they've got rid of Trelaw, Stevenson, Phillips and Young Artu and they've given up pick 26, 33, 39, 42 and they've got in 14... Uh, 65-70 in a future second. The thing that, the takeaway from me, and, and I, the reason I wanted to ask Ned that, is that to me it does feel like the direction of Collingwood has changed. And 16, yeah. That that they've traded established players out and are going to the draft. This is a team that played finals this year, Sam, and got to the second week of the finals. And now their focus is on not only the draft itself, but giving younger players opportunity. I just... Can't get my head around how it's not a salary cap issue. How can it not be a salary cap? It's clearly a salary cap issue. And we can only ask the questions, can't we? And, so we can, we, and, and, that's, and they can only answer, I suppose. I mean, we, we've been getting texts saying that, that we don't believe him and we can only ask him if, if that's what he says, then that's, that's what they say, I suppose. And, I mean, Adam Trelaw, the reason I – and sorry, apologies for harping on that with Ned Guy, but, I mean, the guy has put his contract back multiple times – at the behest of the club yeah. to fit other players in. And now when he's owed that money, um, he gets traded against his will. And to say he wanted to go to the dogs, that's absolutely rubbish. He was painted into a corner where it was the only Didn't conceivable option for him. Yeah. So 
He's going to be paid $600,000 a year by the Western Bulldogs. And I know, again, we asked him, but he wouldn't comment on it. Collingwood are going to have to contribute a significant sum to make up the difference there. Well, the, the overwhelming sentiment off the text is that um, there's, a, there's many that aren't buying what Ned Guy was selling before the break, Sam. I'm struggling to process what we've, what we've just heard. I mean, and as I say, it's great that Ned Guy made himself available because they hadn't really done that. And yep. we, we love the opportunity to ask the question. I'm just not sure the answers we got to those questions are great. So he talked about going to the draft hand and getting a stronger hand in the draft. Actually made their draft hand worse, far worse. So they've... They've lost Trelaw, Stevenson, Phillips, and uh, Young Artu for 20 and, and 26, 33, 39, and 42. And they've got in 14, 65, 70, and a future second. They started off the trade period basically before today with 16, 39, and 42. <laughs> so, as one player manager just texted me then saying they are the worst transactions on record in a trade period. And um, yeah, that's a worse it's draft him. It's um, there's no there's no two ways to. I just find it really hard to rationalise, and I always like to take people at face value that those issues are not salary cap related. But he tells us that none of them are. Adam Trelaws, no. Um, Tom Phillips, no. Jaden Stevenson, no. I think I think any time that and you know I, we appreciate and respect Ned's right to to not comment on the the contracts as such, but I think we all widely accept that there'll be some sort of payment from Collingwood next year for Trelaw and Stevenson and um, Phillips. When you do that, th- there's generally salary cap issues. Don't re-sign them six months earlier no. or a year earlier and then trade them out with years to run on their contract and, and with, with immense pain at, on the bottom line. I just the, the other one that in amongst all of this, and we, we did have to let Ned Guy go. He, we're obviously not the only media outlet tonight, so we, we did have a limited amount of time with him. Why hasn't Jordan Ngoi signed yet? Yeah, I would have loved to have asked him that question. Well, I think he will now because they've cleared, as we know, X amount of th- hundreds of thousands off the bottom line for next year and beyond. So um, I think that deal will so be So you think now. they had to get that done first to then fit him in? Yeah, I think so. What would have happened if Adam Trelaw had, <laughs> had stood his ground? Well, that would have been a nightmare. The conversations Poof. behind the scene, the heat could not be any stronger from Ned Guy on the list management team and Nathan Buckley, the coach, that Adam Trelaw had to play somewhere else next season. Absolutely categoric. And we heard it from the horse's mouth, Jaden Stevens, and I can't wait to hear from Adam Trelaw when the time is right. And he'll talk too, Sam. He, nothing's more certain of the fact that when the time is right, Adam Trelaw will talk and he will tell us what's going on. Big winners out of tonight before we finish up. Who's ticked the box? The Western Bulldogs have had a fantastic couple of weeks for mine. Oh, they did. They had a great period as a rule because they didn't blink on Dunkley and then they didn't blink on Trelaw and they didn't overpay for Trelaw. So they've done very well. I mean, you'd have to say Geelong have done very well, but also I think GWS have done very well yeah, in they the have. same they've exchange. They've got a massive draft hand now, don't they? And Geelong have got a player in who can be the difference and win them a premiership. And that's what it's all about at the end of the day, isn't it? So Essendon, a mixed bag, I think it's fair to say. Dunkley was the big one they didn't get. Yeah. They got some players around the periphery. You know, they've got Caldwell in, Peter Wright in, Nick Hind in. Ultimately, they're going to be a worse side in the short term because of the players that they've lost. Um, North Melbourne done incredibly well for a side without yeah, a coach, did. as we've spoken about. Yep. Port and, Adelaide uh, did two nice bits of business. Yep. They got Alir Alir in and, and Orazio Fantasia Well, that's in. a real need, Alir. There's no guarantees on Fantasia. They know that. But I agree with you. Alir Alir is a, a really nice pickup for them as well. And Hawthorne... 
Sam, in a, in a strange way, Hawthorne, by sitting back and doing nothing, have done well because they got Tom Phillips for pick 65. Brisbane Lions might have the two biggest deals in it, though. I know they're paying a yeah. pretty penny for Joe Dano, but they got him as a restricted free agent. And then Nakia Cockatoo could be anything if he gets his body right. Sam, you've had an amazing couple of weeks. Go home and rest up. You deserve it. Well done Been for fun. all of your coverage off the last couple of weeks and in the lead-up to it as well. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you are proud of your club today, Jack can think of one club where they're probably not. (laughs) And on that note, that will see us out. A big thanks to our producer, Mitch Scott, who had arms and legs going everywhere and did a brilliant job. Thanks for joining us. It's been a dramatic deadline night here on SEN. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.